Yo, what's going on, y'all? Peace. So we here outside. Uh, welcome to NBS TV headquarters. NTTV headquarters. NSTV headquarters. Whatever you want to call it, man. I'm your host. You already know what's going on, man. So real quick, I just wanted to talk on an um, a interaction that I had real quick. This is the second interaction that I've had with this person. Now, we know uh, one thing that I've touched on before in terms of in a uh, macrocosmic scale how the elite they have you know the bourgeoisie class who I will call um, the boule booty bandits <laughs> the boule butt buddies uh, you know the boule uh, booty buddies all of that stuff right and all they are, the only thing that they are, the only reason that they are here is just to be an intermediary, is to be an intermediary between the elites and the people at the bottom class or at the lower tiers or, or what they call, or what they call a quote unquote middle class. Right. Now, with, the, with these things, you know, it entails with the gangs working hand in hand with the police. And this is why we see a certain number when it comes to missing black, missing so-called quote-unquote black children in our communities. The number, um, and when we're speaking per year, the number is never less than 400,000, right? And remember, I've even spoke on before how they use um, a lot of things, uh, they use numerology, right? With the esoteric, um, the Babylonian, Kemetic, the Ilusinian, mystery school religions and things of this nature, right? With all of this shit, it all goes hand in hand. Now also too, when it comes to the human trafficking, right? Which is where a lot of these so-called little black boys and little black girls go missing through. It's not that they just go missing, they end up going through human trafficking where their organs are taken or where their organs are taken, you know, and sold on the black market. There's rituals performed on them before, you know, they're done. So, allegedly, this is all alleged, right? Allegedly. Now, I just had an interaction. With me saying all of that, I just had an interaction. Um, I want to say earlier this year. And I had, this, I had another interaction with the same person just now today. And it happened to be a woman. It was a white girl. So, when I was working uh, at my last job. As a caretaker, I got off one morning, you know, walking to the bus stop. Um, I walked into the uh, Walgreens. <clears throat> I was by the bus stop. I went to go buy a bus card. You know, get something to drink, came out really blunt. Anyway, to get to the point, when I walked out of the store, uh, before I walked in, I noticed it was a homeless lady in like a big, uh, big-ass hoodie. A big-ass hoodie on, you know. And a big ass shirt on on the outside of the hoodie. Clearly she's homeless. Right? And I go in. She's by the bus stop. Kind of like sitting there. Looking like they're asleep. You know, through your peripheral. It looks like they're just sitting there kind of tweaking a little bit. You know? But they're, she's just sitting there. When I come out. You know, she's still there at the bus stop. And I have to wait at the bus stop. She's still there. But now she's standing on her feet. And you know, I go to the bus stop. I'm behind the bus stop. You know, to where I can kind of see her 
I'm behind her, so she can't really see. But I'm, you know, I roll my blunt. You know, I'm smoking. And after a while, she notices me. You know, she turns around. You know, she says, you know, she speaks and says hello. And I, after I'm speaking to her, it seems like she's a regular human being. Like, it doesn't seem like she has any issues with her. How you doing? It doesn't seem like she, and it doesn't seem like she has any mental issues. It doesn't seem like she has any psychological issues or anything. So the conversation is, how are you doing? How's your day going? My day is doing well. I'm just getting off work, you know, headed to my other job. And she tells me, um, how much, how much do you make? And, uh, you know, I make, I make, I make pretty good money, you know. So we're talking, you know. And once again, she's a regular human being. I didn't, I didn't sense any, any deficiencies as far as her being on drugs or something like that, like her being mentally slow or something being off on her. And so the conversation goes on. You know, we're just talking about being from Arizona. She says that she's not from Arizona. She's actually from Yuma. You know, but she's out here. Whatever, whatever. And she's living out here. After a little while, maybe like two minutes of talking. She gets back to the question on what I do for work. And I tell her what I do for work. You know, I have two jobs, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. And she asked me if she knows if I'm, if I'm familiar with human trafficking. And I said, yeah, I'm familiar, you know. And she says that, you know, that's what she does. You know, if you're looking, you know, to make $30,000, you know, anywhere from thirty thousand to a hundred thousand dollars. Do you know to tap in with her? And if I knew any people that she was looking for, you know, if I knew anybody who fit the description, she can give me some money. You know, I passed on the opportunity, of course. Right? And she just told me, you know, to have, you know, after you know I turned down the opportunity, she told me that um, you know, the opportunity was still is still going to be available if we ever cross paths again. And I told her I'm good. You know, so, you know, I, as I'm smoking, you know, as the conversation kind of dies off, I'm smoking. I go to hit, you know, go to hit my blunt. I put it down because I see the buses coming, right? I put the, I put, uh, put my blunt in the little swisher pack or the swisher leaf pack, right? I'm not smoking. Anyway, put the blunt down and I go take a sip of my aloe vera, you know. I check my phone to see what time it is. Okay, so the bus is running a little early. I look up again. This is all within a matter of it's all within a matter of five to five to twelve seconds. And that's kind of pushing it. Twelve seconds would be kind of pushing it. You know? I look up. The lady's gone. This bitch is nowhere to be seen. And mind you, um, where the conversation took place, I'll be able to see wherever you went. We weren't even in the parking lot. We were at the bus stop. So wherever she would have been able to win, I should have been able to see. I didn't see a van. I didn't see a truck or anything. So I kind of got, I kind of got spooked out and left. So I walked up to the next uh, bus stop, going in the same direction. And I'm kind of like, now I'm kind of panicking. I was a little bit frantic. And I called my mom and told her the entire situation. I told her everything. So, you know. We're in Phoenix, Arizona. It's an open carry concealed state. You know, if anything, if anything happens, 
Them motherfuckers have to, they, they gonna have to struggle getting me, goddammit. So, um, today. Really early in the morning, man. Um, I go to pull some, um, some money out for, you know, for, some, for somebody. Ask, somebody asked me for some money. I'm going to pull some money out. I come out of the store. And um, I'm headed to the smoke shop, which is right up there, which is literally like a, a minute walk. I go into the smoke shop. Before I go into the smoke shop, I'm kind of looking down as the music is playing. But I'm always aware uh, aware of my surroundings. Head is on the swivel. And it's not even turned all the way up. So, you know, I noticed throughout my peripheral vision, there's a homeless lady. You know, going to the trash can. So I go in. I go get what I'm going, what I, what I went in for. And I come out. When I come out, I look over at the trash can, you know, to see the, to see who it was for some reason. And I take a double take because as I look, the lady looks up and notices me noticing her. As I take a double take, she also takes a double take, right? So we've seen everything transpire and she greets me. Oh, you like, you've seen a ghost. And I didn't really know how to respond, so I'm, you know, just kind of laughing it off a little bit. And I'm like, you're not following me, is you? She says, no, I'm not following you. But we are on the prowl. Have you thought about what I told you? I said, yes, I did consider it the day that you told me. I haven't, I haven't thought of it afterwards, honestly. And she told me what well, opportunity still is still open as I presented the last time we spoke. And I told her I passed. As long as, long as you're not following me, as long as we don't got no issues, I'm good. And I'll pass. I said, okay. Have a nice day. And proceeded on through her day. Once again, I called my mom. Usually I call my dad on things like these, right? But I know my, but I know my dad. You know, it's a little situation to where he can't answer his phone early in the morning. Because I know he'd be working, right? So I'll call my mom on a situation like that. Just not to make her panic or anything, because usually my mom would panic in these type of situations. Which is why I usually prefer to go to my dad. But, you know, I, choose to, I, I chose to go to my mother in this situation. And she told me the perfect thing. She told me exactly what I needed to hear. Um, a lot of the times, even though it's an open and carry concealed state, out here in Phoenix, Arizona the opportunities are always going to be available to present themselves. That's why everybody is, you know, is tending to come out to Arizona, especially Phoenix, too. You know, the, opp the opportunity to, to do some fuck shit is always going to be able to present itself. But once again, you got to stand on what it is that you know, man. You got to stick to it. You got to stand on your square. Once again, I ended the last podcast on standing on what it is that makes you, you. I'm not perfect when it comes to this spirituality. You know, I'm not at all. But I try my best to. I try my best to upkeep the oath that I made with the Creator. You know? And once again, this is a way that I, this is the reason I even opened up this podcast and this YouTube channel shit anyway, you know? As an alleyway for other brothers, so, you know, you can come on, you know, you know. Rather, you know, you can learn through other people's experiences. And if I can do that, if I can provide an experience to be able to, you know, to help teach you guys, help, help you know, 
not even guide you guys because I don't want none of you guys to be able to look up and, and think that I'm your leader or the one that's going to guide you to the promise that I know. You got to do that yourself. You know, but once again, that's the reason why I created this alleyway, man. You know, if we keep it real with our, with my, if I can keep it real with myself, then I know that you guys can be the same as men. You got to be able to internalize. So, I know it's kind of all over the place, but this human trafficking shit is serious, man. You know? And I don't know what to feel after that. I've kind of just been in my thoughts and on my, you know, on my P's and Q's. Got my shoes tied just in case a nigga gotta take the hell off. But yeah, man, uh, that's all we got for here today, y'all. Make sure you stay on your P's and Q's. I'm gonna name this one uh, Human Trafficking. But yeah, make sure y'all stay on your P's and Q's, man. That's all we got for here today, y'all. I'm out. Peace.